0: You nearly killed me by choking me to death with some salmon and brie. How
1: dare you, Ren?
2: It's what you deserve for being a liar and a schemer and a fraud.
1: Hashtag. Taking insider
2: information. Girl
1: boss. You sound like like. notes on my report card. (laughs) Anyway,
3: Wayne and Noah, I think we talked about something that we need to get out on the table. Is that correct? Mm
4: -hmm. That's right. Now that John's here, we need to get this out onto The the table. First
3: time I mean this, John. I am sorry for this one.
4: I'm putting this on the table because I want it firmly on the table. I don't ever want this to be removed from the table. If John, <laughs> if John succeeds on an ultimate level stop holding back, we all immediately have to stop playing the campaign right then and there. The campaign just ends immediately
5: okay
2: sure i can see no possible repercussions for that Got
6: it. i will bring you the head of john whatever his last
2: is. <laughs> there's this new system called mother sheds that i've been wanting to try
1: <laughs> this would be the worst way to end the campaign by the way
4: yeah which is exactly why it's perfect because that's exactly what john would want just think about that the dissatisfaction we would have and the resentment and the sadness we would have that's exactly what John wants.
3: I like it's that John is
5: existing though.
3: Yeah, we can talk about yeah. this in circles forever, <laughs> but I just want to know what John thinks mostly. For once he's the important one.
6: Oh god. I like that John is is simultaneously the most vulnerable of the cast, but also the most powerful, not just canonically but mechanically quite literally, because yeah. his canon is mechanics. Yeah,
3: he's completely <laughs> weak in always except he always has his finger on the big red button.
4: I mean you could do it right now. You could end the campaign right now. I'm not kidding. All right, let's do Don't it. Don't give way a way out. He doesn't deserve it. I'm serious. You could do it. If you do an ultimate stop holding back roll right now, I will just end this campaign.
0: Nothing's happening for now.
4: Okay.
7: Is
0: that all you want to share? Yes. Fuck you. <laughs> Was that directed right. at me or John?
4: Let's yes. do this downtime scene. <laughs> It's not really a downtime scene, it's just a random scene.
2: (laughs) Let's do this random scene scene. that
4: has no significance in the greater story, but I thought was mildly entertaining.
2: Zero significance whatsoever, yeah. Doesn't matter.
4: As Dusty the Janitor mops up the brown-stained tile of the CCC's watering hole, he looks up. Dark eyes linger on darker shadows. All is still. He blinks, shrugs, and goes back to the mopping. But our view descends, going through the tile of the CCC floor, until we arrive at a familiar basement. That ancient place, smelling of worn leather, binding forbidden knowledge. Great Grandfather Condus snores on his armchair, frailer and weaker than ever.
7: Mm-hmm. <laughs> God, go he's ahead.
6: just milking it. He's he's just fucking milking it for everything. It's <laughs>
1: you know the yule log. Where you just let it happen. Wait, if you didn't have anything prepared, this is not the way to go about.
2: <laughs> Shut up! A literal God, show-stopping running performance. Running a scene right now. Shut up.
7: Sorry, sense. Do
3: any us have a way to
2: interact with the scene and move it along? Marcus, be quiet. That's the thing. As I said, I'm running a scene right now, and the intent was to wait through a couple
6: more snores just to draw it off more.
3: Brenna, I can't hear you. The snoring is way too loud.
6: He doesn't have a, enough foot-like sound of him snoring. Like, he can't cut that together no. nice. No, no, no. At the end of the snores, no, it's, it's that's, for you when, guys. that's
0: when Kaz fires checkups. That's what's happening.
2: The scene directions say a very long time, guys. I don't know why you're blaming me.
3: <laughs> God. Wait, does Avatar still have the ability to appear in scenes?
2: Every single time that I'm right about to start one of these scenes. <laughs> living shadow. Okay, can we all Oops. just mute, wave, and Marcus, I swear to this. God <laughs> I said that you did it again. (laughs) I needed a second, just a moment to collect myself. (laughs) A living shadow slips through the wall, stepping into the room behind him. It materializes into a familiar figure. Clad in deep black, they hold their head underneath their arm as casually as one would hold a helmet. Nothing covers their face but tissue and scars. Their steps are silent as they walk to stand in front of them.
4: One of Condice's eyes cracks open, a thin line of fierce magenta piercing through the darkness. The eye burns every emotion at once, love and hatred, triumph and despair, ecstasy and anguish. It is raw and timeless and contradictory. Ah, yes.
2: Is it finally time? Time for what, old
4: man? As you fail to address him as the great-grandfather, he inhales, causing an earthquake. The ground rumbles. The magenta of his eye rips into the essence of your being, imparting the weight of millennia into your spirit. You take a tier-five disrespect status. You can't face danger.
2: One myth trembles under the weight of something far far older. It is not a creature of subservience, but it knows when respect is due. It sits still, waiting for the great-grandfather to speak.
7: I've waited for the day my time would come. That day came and went. Then it came and went again, and again, and again, and again. They can't be rid of me.
4: Every time I think my job is done, they come asking for more. From Alalim to Temujin, Cosimo to Greta, it's been the same. Will it be different this time?
2: I came to introduce myself, but I can't grasp some things. The figure gently tosses their head into the air and catches it as it falls. The first time I know who I am, but not what. I know you know. I know that you're the same.
7: Ah, no different then. No
4: different at all. Disappointment sears through every syllable as his eye closes, plunging the room to darkness, leaving no more room for shadows.
2: Christine, where? Well- Yeah, the stage direction said snore for a very long time, and what I wanted to do is, like, just let it go on as long as possible, because I knew that Wei would also yes and me and keep snoring and not tell me to cut in and see if they could go for as long as possible without... (laughs) doing anything
3: i was convinced that we were supposed to like interrupt him somehow and that he was like prompting us to (laughs) fall into the
0: scene absolutely not i was i was gonna let it ride and
2: then i just (laughs) i couldn't stop laughing like i teared up i cried from that this campaign finally made me cry
4: good job (laughs) that was the moment that was the (laughs) scene that caused you to cry of all the scenes we've run
2: i think you said actually when this podcast started you wanted to make me cry and i was like it's very unlikely that'll happen but you know what way you did it
3: (laughs) you made me feel something for the great-grandfather i want you to put
0: that in the episode title this one's a real tearjerker provide no context
4: (laughs) i'm gonna the title of this one is gonna be this episode made ren cry
7: <laughs> okay, guys, we can't have that's any gonna other, so like It's going to be so
4: underwhelming stuff. when they listen to this part <laughs> and they realize that that is what happened.
1: <laughs> is it clickbait if it happens in the first 20 seconds of the podcast?
7: That was a lot uh, was 20 it, seconds. It took so a, a bit of time, time. To take <laughs> this
1: conversation and edit it to the very end. <laughs> that
4: no, that's cruel. Funny. That's cruel. I just want what to be respectful of your time, guys.
2: What if it makes me cry for real? This is a task for all of you. Give me your rawest lines. They'll hit me specifically. Like, just really curate that shit. Mm. I want you to psychologically torment... Anyway, let's get to Plan City of Mist. Do
0: it on command, too. <laughs> now, perform from animals.
4: Dude. <laughs> uh, you know what else has performances? Fairgrounds. Fairgrounds have some performances, uh, which is where you all are right now. Bartley, Jason, and DeRoy walking into the tower covered in a light layer of rain. Healing rain from outside. Bartley says with a kind of dead voice, they're the ones who killed him. He killed Max. Takes out both his guns. Points one at Robert. Points one at Agave.
1: To be fair, Uh, he was trying to kill us first. Are you doing the same thing? Just so we're clear? Robert is just kneeling over the statue.
3: Turned to look at Bartley in shocked silence. DeRoy's gonna
0: remember that he was hired for security. Hired might be a strong word, but he's gonna try and get hands on both guns and point them down at the ground.
4: You're gonna try to get hands on him?
2: Are you gonna yeah. like, put your hands over like the barrels of the guns? <laughs>
0: yeah, my I mean, mythos is, is fucking Roger Rabbit. <laughs> yeah, DeRoy.
4: As soon as you move towards him, he's gonna use his ability quick draw. Uh Anytime you attempt something, he Gets to shoot first, so he's gonna shoot you. Okay, he's gonna shoot you. Yeah, there's someone right next to him who's lunging for his guns. He's gonna turn around and immediately shoot at DeRoy All right, Uh, you can face danger against a gunshot four. Wait, what? You had no tags. (laughs) There are tags for that. All right.
2: Wait, you had no tags.
0: I have no tags for
4: tier four gunshot status. All right. (laughs)
2: gets shot at screams <laughs> it's very like
5: high-pitched and shrill if i get shot here for the second time by the same guy i'm gonna throw a tantrum
4: <laughs> <laughs> yeah oh you know what i just realized he has a frozen in fear tag from last time oh, so that actually didn't happen oh
7: shit
0: bro. robert oh, yeah. had a
4: plan robert yeah. set that up i'm looking at his frozen in fear tag and i'm like wait that's a thing. So none of that happened. And what actually happened is he's going to turn on you. He right. Just imagined oh, but wait, you. here's the question, though. If Robert is now awoke, does that mean the dream has ended?
1: I think the status still
3: happens. Uh, this is his destiny imposing itself to make people horrified.
4: Yeah. Interesting. Based
3: on, I don't want to say how loud. It's based on, actually.
4: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Something. <laughs> oh, yeah, no, no. I got it. you. Fuck. You. Something <laughs> forestalls his hand. He turns and just before he can pull the trigger, he retracts his hand and a look of horror, just pure horror crosses his face. All right. And his first attack has been nullified.
1: Instead of just smiting this guy, I'm going to try and knock him down instead. I think I know what Marcus's new mythos is. You, you know, those toys that are like the box with the person in it, it goes that, 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 and then it springs out.
2: Those are really scary. Yeah.
1: Cause he sleeps, right? And when he sleeps, he's more powerful that
4: should have been a go toe-to-toe
2: can we keep the same role please yeah
0: yay hey, i'll go with achieve my goal
4: and get them good oh so you are still gonna get shot oh yeah okay jesus so you don't want to like restrain him or anything
0: <laughs> well the goal is to knock him down and then well, I guess the goal can be to disarm him, and then the status would be knocked down two.
4: It'd be knocked down three, but yeah,
1: it'd be knocked down oh, three. Knocked down three. Okay.
4: Yeah. Or you could just disarm him, and then he can't do much without his guns. And then just dodge.
1: <laughs> like, what kind of status can he do? Like ball kick two or something?
2: Yeah. Like... No one likes it when his character <laughs> okay. get
1: punished.
0: He's doing this because he wants to be hurt. So that's my question: like, how bad is the retaliation
4: going to be? It's going to be if... a gunshot four. It's going
0: to be a How? gunshot Would
2: prioritize hurting somebody over getting shot, Noah? That's the question.
4: The whole point of a go toe-to-toe is that you're on even footing, right? Okay,
0: yeah, mm. yeah, yeah, we're on even footing. Yep, so he, you're lunging at him. Okay, so it happens you're lunging at the same at him.
4: time. Yeah, exactly. Okay. It's like, if you don't block or dodge, they, they hit you.
0: Okay, so he gets to shoot first and then shoot again during the toe-to-toe. Got it. Okay. I'm still going to do what I said originally.
4: So you want to just punch this guy. So now we're on Ren's question. Would DeRoy prioritize hurting the man over protecting himself?
2: Specifically getting shot.
4: He's bulletproof. You either get shot and then he takes a Tier 3, or you don't get shot and he doesn't take a Tier 3. But he's still disarmed in either case.
0: Okay. I'm going to get shot and he's going to take a Tier 3.
4: Okay. (laughs) So what kind of Tier 3 status do you want to impose?
0: Stay down.
4: Okay, cool. Describe this. Okay,
0: so with what you can tell are plainly trained hands, Duroy instantly knocks the guns out of both hands. Both of uh, Bartley's hands fall back, kind of g- get pushed back against his torso, and the same sweeping motion knocks him down. In that moment, he's able to fire uh, because of the impact. You hear of, the like,
4: crack of the gun. <laughs> Yeah. So take a tier four status. Yes. You've been shot in the shoulder as Bartley is like pinned to the wall right now. Gets hit with a huge big right cross right to the side of the face and he goes sprawling into the side of the stone opposite the anvil.
0: I didn't want to pop him in the face. I was just more of like a sweeping
4: motion uh, with the left hand, I would say. Okay, so it's a left cross. It's not a right cross, it's a left cross. Are it's like sweeping backbone. his legs? No,
0: no, no, no. So so he's got his guns out in front of him, and Deroy's going to knock both of them up and then in the same motion extend it into his torso and try to get him to fall over.
4: Okay. So I'm kind of picturing a two-hit combo now. It's like an uppercut into a left cross.
6: Yeah, you you like uppercut was, like, yeah, like right. guns, and then you and then you hit him like a palm strike to the chest, and he, he goes
4: sprawling. Yeah. Eh, yeah,
6: close enough. A little kung fu action.
4: Okay. No, no, I want to get this right. I want to get this right. God <laughs> fucking damn. So his arm. So you're it's, you're disarming him with your whole arm. So like your arm yes. sweeps up like a windshield the wiper. Arm
0: sweeps up. Yeah. Bro.
4: Yeah. <laughs> Okay. Uh, And then then how do you knock him to the floor? That's what I'm not getting.
0: By getting under both of his arms and like bracing against the shoulder where where the shoulder meets. Oh, okay. uh,
4: So you've got him in like a boxer's, um, what is that called? The clinch? Clinch. Yeah. Okay, cool. So he's not down. He's still standing, but you're, you're clinching him. No. Okay. Okay. No,
0: no, no, no. It'd be like a one-handed clinch that goes into a backhand almost.
4: Okay. Yeah. So windshield wiper and then a clinch that goes into a backhand that sends him sprawling. Yes. Okay. Perfect. I think we're all on the same page now. Never been clearer on something. It's incredibly in important, guys. Our time together is very limited and it's important to use that wisely. Anybody's going to love that one. Not spend like a lot yeah, of yeah. time don't want- just sitting there not doing anything not spending
2: yeah. like you know 20 minutes on a bit where you introduce each individual person <laughs> and then trying to run it again <laughs> <laughs> literally like three sessions later
4: dude the next one i have good- ready is good the next one is good <laughs> oh i like the next one
2: <laughs> like three, three times one. rule of threes you botch it on purpose so you
4: have
3: one more iterations worth
4: okay anyway does anyone have any questions on what happened to bartley is he dead or are we all good there
2: (laughs) ali screams i'm just gonna restate
4: this
2: (laughs) ali screams ali
4: screams it's
2: shrill and distressing
4: you hear a shrill and distressing (laughs) distressing <laughs>
2: thanks, thanks for restating it way i wasn't sure it happened otherwise i'm Thank trying to you, paint MC. the picture
4: here i'm trying to do my job
5: it echoes through <laughs> the hollow metal tower in a way that
4: i is... would like to ask what other people are doing
5: i think tisha's gonna head towards the scream immediately
4: deroy has been shot There's oh yeah tisha's still shot. at the top of the tower yeah <laughs> flipping through papers
5: tay is now with ali by the way tay's just like isn't Tay always with ali deroy like, how, how did how did
4: you get hurt? I thought You
1: couldn't be hurt by bullets or trains. That is
0: a fascinating opinion. (laughs) And as DeRoy states that, he's going to reach into his trench coat, dig around for a bit, and then take out a first aid kit delicately put it on the ground with his left hand and then start trying to patch up
4: himself
1: wait isn't Bartley Ooh, wait wait, still... wait 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 you gotta cl- uh, yeah we should deal with Bartley
4: and clean his wound Bartley's been disarmed he's yeah, like but, sitting yeah. there stunned on the floor
2: okay so he's not getting up
6: I'm gonna kick his his gun have his guns been knocked out of his hands yeah <laughs> dude <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. How do you not know this? We spent so much time going over it, man. So the windshield... Yeah, Wait, is. <laughs> is he
2: are? disarmed? okay. 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 So you is he know- disarmed? We haven't been over he's, that
7: part
4: He's, 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 disarmed. <laughs> he's, he's
6: disarmed. He's, he's disarmed. We went over those people. Jesus, I'm gonna kick the guns away. I'm gonna kick the guns away. I have a proposal.
4: <laughs> Let's give Bartley a disarmed story tag. So now, if you mouse over Bartley, you'll be able to see that he's actually been disarmed. Pretty cool.
2: I am going to additionally, Tay, I'm going to try and use, this isn't the, like, actual intended use of this tag. The protective favor tag is meant to, like, construct a barrier, a protective barrier. But since the point is that it's hard light, I don't see why it couldn't also be equally a prison. So that's what Tay is going to try and do. So I want to do a change the game roll with hard light construction and protective favor.
4: Okay, go ahead. That is a snake eyes double ones, <laughs> baby. Let's go. Okay. Like one of those, like, you
0: know, Mario Kart rainbow speed. Everybody up strips. Yeah. One of those.
2: <laughs> I feel like it's just shit. Like, it's just like, there are just a couple hexagons around him and they're doing absolutely nothing. And then way decides <laughs> what- Is
4: that what you want to happen. You want it to be a totally shit prison well, what, that doesn't idea? do anything at all?
2: Tay doesn't have much practice doing this. It it really doesn't. It's learning right it's now. It's trying
4: to, okay. So, yeah, maybe it is just terrible. In that case, it's my hard like, move is going to be to burn the tag.
2: Rough. So what it looks like is Ali was looking at panels and doing stuff. So I think that her laptop is like sitting on a surface in the workshop right now. And it just kind of blows this faint blue light and these large hexagons that look like holograms. They start out small and then they grow and it looks like a sort of hexagonally based barrier is trying to form around Bartley, but it just kind of fails. The the hexagons overlap awkwardly. They're trying to twist in space to like fully... Tessellate? Yeah, tessellate. Thank you but they're not actually perfectly formed hexagons. It's like they've been mathematically calculated to be perfect, but the shape that's actually been created isn't. Mm. They haven't been machined properly.
4: Improper tessellations. I'm trying to think if I want to burn this tag or if there's something interesting I could do, because, like, Tisha's falling down an elevator shaft right now. Maybe the, the construction is built around something else.
0: Can you imagine falling down a shaft and then, like, racking
4: yourself in a beam of light? Yeah. That's a cool scene. Here's a second suggestion. Tay, this is Tay doing it. It
2: hasn't used it this way ever.
4: It hasn't used it this way ever, and it's never been under severe pressure and duress while using it. Mm -hmm. So what I picture is like these blue light hexagons appearing at random spaces, right? They're like randomly appearing all over the room, and then they slowly start to like... Move closer together and into this dome around Jason. The place in space isn't quite right. And so Jason starts getting stuck. Yeah. Maybe one like phases through his leg.
2: <laughs> I don't think it phases <laughs> right? through his leg because that's kind of the point is that it can't really do that. Okay. And they don't really move. Split they just to to grow. They yeah. grow irregularly. So maybe Jason has been like blocked off from the group though. But it's not, like, fully around Jason, it's just kind of this half-formed barrier between Bartley and Jason and DeRoy.
6: Did I manage to kick the guns away?
4: It'd be interesting if that hexagonal barrier prevented you from being able to kick the guns away. That's kind of cool. As you're running up to try to kick the guns away, the hexagonal barrier appears in front of you. Yeah,
6: ricochets it back into
4: his hand. You kick a wall of blue light. (laughs) Toong. or maybe your knee hits it
6: no i kick oh. it and then like i jump around on one foot holding my, <laughs> by my foot for a second
4: yeah i actually like this better this is getting better we're fleshing it out we're, fl- we're, we're, this we're is great. it evolves with every iteration yo, dude yo
6: we're, we're playing
4: city of mess <laughs> let's go it's kind of fun such a good you're game you're running up right <laughs> to kick the guns a blue light hexagon appears right in front of your funny bone and your leg vibrates you kick it at an awkward angle and it spins right to his feet so you're fine you're not distanced but i am gonna burn the disarmed story tag god damn that's <laughs> fucked up
5: wait did he just pick it back up immediately
4: it's like sitting at his feet right okay. now if i get another hard move i'm just gonna shoot you again because i enjoy that the I'm a hexagons
2: sadist. turn like a slightly deeper dark blue almost an embarrassed shade of blue like if this were an anime <laughs> character the top half of the face would be like turning this like blue color and a sweat drop would come down <laughs> there's like a blush at the yeah. edges where it's like turned to it like a purple color
4: let's go to tish
5: tish either she like gets to the bottom of the elevator shaft or she's still on the top and i think she doesn't want to run in because she heard the gunshot but she's like ready to go and then as she's teetering on the edge the bag does something different that it's never done before. It starts to like fly off on its own. What? And (laughs) I have this tag, I haven't explained it yet, but my idea, so it's called Hungry Vessel and my idea is that it just acts like a big fish and just goes and starts flailing and acting crazy and eating things. And <laughs> yeah. my, my role decides whether it's good or bad for us. Yes. Yeah.
4: <laughs> yeah. That's that sounds a great. great. Tag, Emma. I'm picturing like a, like a dragon, like a Chinese <laughs> dragon like <laughs> rippling through the air with its giant fish-like mouth coming in. You don't know if it's going to
3: help, but the tag is just for unleashing the bag.
5: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this is a change the game i'm guessing
4: um what are you trying to do with this
5: i'm just sending it in i assume if it, i get a good roll then the idea is that it like eats the guns
4: okay so you're trying to disarm him again yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> this would probably be another go toe to toe because he oh, he's exactly. resisting the implication you
3: now is that if you fail he could easily pick up the guns and punish you for that
4: exactly
5: i'm thinking about invoking the weakness of the underworlds because like guns are a scary thing that gangsters have
4: <laughs> yeah <laughs> also, also this whole play is a place where someone has died
5: yeah that's true probably have negative
4: associations with that
5: oh
4: yeah (laughs) we're rolling rolling today let's go okay so this is what i'm picturing i have this hard move ready to go this is so cool right tish is falling down like she just jumps straight down the effort uh straight down (laughs) the uh elevator shaft effortless (laughs) effortless <laughs> it was so planned out that i was speaking the word three words in advance so it sounded terrible <laughs> um it's effortless you're like jumping straight down incredibly cool you're just about to land right and as you're about to land you're going to release like a little puff of air but the bag does something it's never done before it completely surprises you so right when you're about to make yourself safe The bag just like slithers off of your shoulders and starts swimming through the air like a dragon. It's going to swim through the air of its own volition. You're shocked. You're going to tumble through the air, and you're going to fall. It's going to be a hard landing.
5: I was thinking that the bag was going to make some mischief once it got in there.
4: Ooh, you want the bag to make some mischief. That was the idea,
5: is that if the the roll failed, then it would just do something random and exciting.
4: (laughs) Okay, that's cool. (laughs) I like that. So maybe you don't land hard. Maybe you're able to catch the cable as it unexpectedly twists Mm -hmm. and, like, starts worming its way into the room. Mm -hmm. And, um, what is it going to munch on? (laughs) I could take an eaten status
7: it's not gonna eat you i feel like the tastiest person
4: is robert i feel like it might try to go and devour robert what if instead might try to munch on robert yeah what's up tries
3: to attack bartley and the status is like feeling attacked
4: Ooh, that's kind of interesting it
3: attacks him in a way that doesn't meaningfully hurt but makes him (laughs) more hostile than we really are
4: shitty cloth bag just flopping around (laughs) in front of his face. He's like, what the fuck is that? (laughs)
7: He's
3: just trying to, like, hurt him somehow in some ineffective way, but in fact the bag is just being an asshole. (laughs) (laughs) In a fight with one of those like wiggly guys outside of a car depot. There's
5: like random iron shrapnel from the forge just flying everywhere.
4: Maybe it gobbles up the anvil and like spits it at Bartley. It slams into the wall an inch away from his head. He's like, damn, that could have killed me.
0: This tag already has infinite potential.
4: (laughs) Yeah. Bartley is going to take the status pissed off three. As he is incredibly angry at how this bag is trying to kill. If he's gonna die, it's not gonna be because of a bag. That's not how yeah. he's gonna
3: go. Pj's came here to shoot some inanimate object. He's honestly feeling so attacked right now.
2: Yeah, imagine getting enclosed <laughs> by a bag. Imagine being the one of trapped in a bag. Trapped <laughs> in a bag. Imagine getting defeated by a bag.
4: Exactly, exactly. Oh, Tisha's Mythos
3: is that bag from American Pie that the guy films. The plastic can you, bag. Can we
4: rename the tag
0: Revenge for Marouche 3?
4: <laughs> <laughs> Alright, I'm gonna rename it FOR Marouche in all caps. He's fucking furious. He's hefting the gun again. He's taking aim. Who's next?
3: Robert has decided the golden hands aren't worth all this and we should leave. So I'm gonna use rallying the people to action to try and get our team to run away quickly
4: that's your plan just to run away really quick yeah um <laughs> nice excellent
3: the best way we can help bartley is to just stay the fuck away from him
4: at this point do you think the former roosh status would apply probably not i guess it depends i'm gonna does say he just no. want
3: us away from him and say and to be safe from us is he attacking us because he's afraid we're going to do the same to him or does he actually it want doesn't seem
6: like that it seems like he wanted to. to that's, yeah that's that why i think revenge. it would be
3: better if- well
4: just to be clear on the sequence of events that happened because i don't think we spent enough time on that he came in saw them took his guns out and pointed them at the people and then deroy immediately moved in and like swatted them out of his hand windshield and... wiper the
6: shit out of- that's right
4: windshield oh, yeah. wiper into a clinch into a backhand we all know what happened yeah and i think right. we
3: take the opportunity to get out before he sh- before he gets his guns back and starts shooting yeah So I'm going to roll roll, rallying the people to action and doggedly driven.
4: This would probably be a take the risk roll, actually. Because you're trying to run away right now.
3: And specifically trying to get all of us away
4: from this man. Pure Logos, very cool. Approve all. Woo! Cool. Do you think you should just instantly be able to get away from this? Or do you think this should be a part of a sequence of moves that fills up a running away meter? Because I feel like it should be a sequence of moves that fills up a running away meter.
3: I think this applies differently to everybody so i think that depends do you want to have it be a chase or do you want us to have some catharsis where we basically get on the same page with uh bartley that look we weren't here to see you or hurt you just let us part ways and in that case i think it should just happen so it depends if he's chasing us or not
4: really i don't think he would chase after you if you started running away i think part of the rallying the people to action is
3: going to be like getting across to a our team that the best way to help is to get away from him and make sure he re- recognizes that we weren't here to hurt him. And now that we know he's here, we just want to part ways.
2: If we run away, will you shoot us? And then we run away.
4: Yeah, do you want to say something to him?
3: Yeah, I think Robert just going to look at Bartley and say, We came back here looking for something, but clearly it's not here. And this place isn't ours. So if you just let us go, we won't come back. And if we see you again, we'll just part ways again.
4: I came here looking for something too. And I found way more than I expected.
6: Jason's going to say, I think we're all here for a reason. We came here because, well, we came here to look for the source of those golden hands, but maybe those hands are driving us to this place, this time, with each other, right now.
4: At the mention of the golden hands, Bartley says, I, I've seen them too. I've and seen the hands. I... They were the things that guided me to this place. They guided us here too.
6: Jason's mythos is really against running away in this moment, and I think What I'm going to do is realize that there's a lot of pain, there's a lot of hurt right now, and I am going to try to help fix things. The only way I know how is by using my Mythos. We are sitting at the base of the tower, which is a workshop, a forge, a place where things are built and repaired. And Jason is going to use Anima Mundi and Theory of Forms to enhance this place into a forge of spiritual significance a place where bonds and souls are repaired and connect our story to this place more
4: solidly Oof. that's incredibly badass i think that's going to be really hard though because this place has been cold for a long time so i'm going to give you a one-time uh, cold forge
6: if it's a cold forge can i also use my calcination tag to burn away the cold of the past, and relight yeah, the virus, that's cool. relight the flame. I'll still take the weakness, but I want to throw in one more tag there.
4: How long has it been cold? It's been cold for months, and the person who was running the forge was killed by a, someone who used to be in this group, so... it
3: sounds like a linked move. Do you think it helps that a sort of ending of hostilities between enemies just happening... Relates thematically to this role at all in a way that would help his mythos.
2: Do we have a DeRoy tag we can use? I think that would show the significance that you're describing.
3: Yeah, I think that might
6: be golden hands or. Like Meta cosmic a... oath of a Hi- hippo non-violence yeah um,
4: oath of hippo is perfect oh, yeah. in this situation
6: and this is a bit of a push but future is green a hope for a better future
4: i think that makes sense i think it's going to be a cold forge three status okay but you can do a link to move to try to reduce the coldness before you go for it with calcination so in other words the calcination reduces the coldness And then you can go for it.
6: Let's do a linked move with just the calcination, trying to reduce- So no
4: minuses, just roll with a calcination to try to- And what
6: kind of roll is it?
4: This would be a change the game roll to try to reduce the coldness of the forge.
6: Calcination destabilizing reality.
4: This is actually a really good suggestion that this is a linked move. I like it a lot.
6: That is a five.
4: Okay, with a five, what do I want to do with a five? That's a really good question, me. Here's what I'm thinking. The Take the Risk role was successful, and those are logos tags that represents Robert's new role as a leader in this community, right? Rallying the people to action. He has experience. He has the charisma. When he speaks, people listen now. He has evolved. He is no longer a humble craftsman uh, working in his clay studio. He's becoming a leader in this community. And so because that Take the Risk role succeeded, Bartley's not going to attack for a little bit. That take the risk roll has bought you some time. So now I'm trying to think of a hard move that has to do with this. Uh, maybe it has to do with destabilizing reality, because uh, mm-hmm. you invoke that weakness tag, right? So mm-hmm. maybe you could describe what it looks like as you're using your alchemy to try to reignite the forge, and it goes wrong somehow, right? So how do you, how do you picture that in your mind? how does your alchemy bower manifest what does it look like how does it try to reignite this forge
6: so what i'm really trying to do here is use the flame of alchemy to reignite not just the forge physically but also like the memory of this place the passion of this place the industry and mechanism of it maybe like things burst into life like too much and the emotions of the people around us are also similarly affected it's too active like it's it's really ramped into high-speed production really fast
4: yeah i like that Ooh, this this is interesting maybe everybody takes an impassioned one status or something like that yeah Yeah.
6: emotions are running high
4: is there a visual cue here
6: the forge sparks to life the room is suddenly very bright and full of like heat and inside of everyone's chest they feel like that heat
4: of of like
6: rising emotion and for around everyone in this room there's like a faint pure pinkish red flame kind of (laughs) glowing
4: yeah this is awesome so this is the this is the move going wrong it's hard to think clearly now it's overriding rational thought this glow the warmth in your chest is making it hard to think everybody's affected by this this is a scene-wide impassioned status It's almost too good of a visual metaphor. Your feelings are manifest in the environment around you. That's disturbing. That's uncomfortable to be ripped open like that.
2: Every single one of those hexagonal tiles, their outlines have that glow. So each one
4: Mm. is haloed. Dude, this is such Mm. a cool scene. Bartley says, give me one reason why I shouldn't shoot you three dead right now.
1: Isn't there more than three of us here? We're not attacking you.
3: We came here in peace and we have offered to go in peace. There's no reason to escalate.
4: You came in peace, but this is the second time you've come here, isn't it? What about the first time? First time you uh, murdered my friend. Your
1: boss us here to kill us. He was trying to kill us, you know, with like the neurotoxin in the elevator and the death traps in the circus.
4: I would like you to make a convince role. It's a
2: pretty good argument. I have a question while um, Nick. He's still role.
4: incredibly angry. Does
2: Tay know who Yolanda is from databases, from all the information I've seen while I'm here?
4: Oh, yeah, for sure. I would say because Tay went through Drake's files, Tay knows more about Yolanda than anyone here.
6: Okay. Before Agave's role goes through, can I finish the other part of my linked move?
4: Oh, yeah, I'm sorry. Go ahead.
6: The purpose of my linked move was to try to make, like, to try to give a positive status to try to reconcile any roles made to reconcile here. Yep. So this would be a change the game with Anima Mundi, Theory of Forms, The Future is Green, and Oath of the Hippo.
4: And I'm going to give you a Cold Forge 3 status.
6: If anyone just got help points on me, now would be the time. <laughs> I would like Cold to use my help three. point I'm
4: Jason. Do you remember the source of that help point?
0: Uh, yes. I'm also using a it. help point. My notes point? say that it's for helping me try to engage Bartley in a conversation instead
4: of a fight. Oh my god, that's such a perfect usage of that. <laughs> So how does that help point manifest? How are you helping? This um, is a mythos move. This is primarily a mythos move.
0: It's especially relevant because even though Bartley just shot DeRoy, DeRoy is not holding it against him. In fact, he's just trying to patch himself up.
4: Damn. Yeah. So seeing that persistent nonviolence is resonating with the mythos. That's cool. Agave, do you remember yours? If so not, this
1: this one comes from uh,
4: the uh, Walking the Dude, you know yours fire. too? Damn, y'all are good. And going through the swamp and like A uh, fire, you say. That seems highly relevant in this situation. Yeah, yeah.
1: (laughs) and just the exposing of the iceberg of hurt that is inside agave. And so Mm. this represents agave's trust that Jason knows what he's doing. This is agave trusting you. Don't don't betray that trust. Cool. Approval. Don't take it lightly either.
6: (laughs) To oh. And that's four is 12 the limit for dynamite?
4: Only if you have the theme improvement.
6: I do have the theme You <laughs> have the theme improvement
4: for dynamite?
6: Game changer, man. What? Yeah. What? Excuse it's you? So it's
4: dynamite. Excuse you? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Holy sir. shit. This is gonna be so- holy shit. What do you want, dude? Uh, what do you want? Ooh, ooh, I have an idea.
6: What's your idea? He you just <laughs> tripped
3: directly onto his face and then stood up and hit a home run.
2: <laughs> you know he got Facebook blocked, right? He was only hit home runs on days or at the exact moment when an announcer has recounted a tragedy. That's
1: Jason in this moment. He was just getting warmed up, guys. You know, he was just a warm up role. That's right.
4: My suggestion is um, a large scale effect where you turn the impassioned nature of the room into a positive status yeah that would just be giving everybody a plus one like
6: you know i love giving everybody plus ones baby we love to do it my character loved it jason loves to do it
2: too permanent impact on the place wasn't that kind of the point
4: that's another really cool idea i like both of those so the first idea is you spend three juice one for large scale effect one to reduce the impassioned and then one to turn it around to a different kind of impassioned Right, So now it's like a positive, it's like a fervor to help this guy. But the other idea that Ren just suggested is really good. A permanent effect, right? reheating the forge, making this place a symbol, permanently instantiating this as a place of warmth and connection. What do you think?
6: I think that's what I'm going to do. It's all about transformation. It's all about the the ideal of a place. How do I bring Mm -hmm. about ultimate transformation? This is the way
7: yeah
3: making it a place that can create is the perfect
6: monument to the good things about the
3: man who died here mm, that like
4: that's true
3: that creativeness and that hardworking drive to make tools and things that make people's lives better
4: okay so you're choosing permanent effect and i'm going to create a scene status called the warmth of the forge
6: the flames of passion are ignited And the heat of the forge and the the emotions and passions of these people bring the forge to life. And in Jason's view, he can see the shift from just the physical, emotional space, but also he sees into the place where those golden threads that weave together everyone's souls. And he sees glittering and assembling itself in this space is a giant loom that is collecting the threads of people Um, so that they can be woven together and repaired.
4: Bartley's going to lower his gun.
2: You know, weaving in um, Greek sources is heavily associated with storytelling. There's this idea of down to the exact wood that's used in any given passage. Whenever like a material is mentioned, it has significance of some kind anyway.
4: Why did you just cut yourself off there? I was enjoying that.
2: Just the idea of weaving threads of a person's life together is very tied to storytelling. Yeah, telling a yarn. And... <laughs> yeah, telling <it> a yarn.
3: <laughs> was that funny? Is that not literally the same root?
4: Yeah, I thought that was actually why that was that was like that.
2: I think it is, but it's still really yeah. funny.
6: It's so... funny because it was poignant.
2: Yeah. <laughs>
4: You all look out the window as, like, a bit of motion catches your attention. It's that flicker of green flame that used to be imprisoned in uh, Eddie's beaker. It's flitting right past the window.
6: This is a place where bonds can be reforged, healing, new things can be brought into being.
4: Bartley's gonna turn to Jason and says, Who are you? Who Who are you to light this forge? This forge has been cold for so long, and... The man who used to tend it died at the hands of your friends.
6: This flesh, this person that stands in front of you is no one to you. But the person that I will become, the person that I am becoming, is someone who wants to heal, wants to transform, wants to create. And I can see in your memory, he wanted to do this too, deep down. He wanted to heal. He wanted to create. He wanted to make things better. So I am no one. I don't know all of your history. I don't know all of the pain and regret that you feel. But I do know that it comes from a place of love. And that love can be used to make something new.
4: I'd like Agave to make a conventional. I think my goal is to
1: calm him down so we can sit down and talk through this.
4: He does still have that. For Marouche three status we've all been through a lot. Why
1: don't we sit down and talk things through rather than continue to try and kill each other? Let's just sit down, have a drink, and sort through this without
4: any more bloodshed.
3: a help point.
4: I think wine of ecstasy should not be used. It should be like a linked move. OK. He's not going to drink your wine right now. He's not in a mood. To accept something you produce.
1: Okay. Otherwise, though, looks good. I could force feed like That would probably make the not worse and give you not what you want. That is dynamite, <laughs> actually. <laughs> it should be dynamite
5: yeah Yeah. i had a
2: move lined up i had a move lined up to piggyback off of you and i don't even have to touch those buttons Mm -hmm.
1: i guess dynamite convinced just has a tier two status even if they agree yeah so he's gonna agree i'm thinking this status might be something along the lines of open to acceptance or something like that what about like shared past shared past yeah as a positive tier two status for us trying to work with him here yeah
3: all right what if the status is like intended to open him up to the idea that even when drake's intentions were pure he was still being manipulated by someone worse that bartley maybe didn't even know about
4: i have some dialogue i have in mind okay when agave says what did you say before do you remember what you said before about like him trying to kill what what did you say
1: you know he drew us here to try and kill us right? He filled his carnival with death traps. The elevator has neurotoxin in it. There's little things that emit neurotoxin in the elevator. That's not a normal feature. Most elevators don't have that.
4: Bartley's face is going to twist and he's going to slump down against the side of the wall. (sighs) Max was broken. He was a broken man. And the admission draws something out of him. You can feel his spirit breaking. But he was trying. He was trying. He was going to therapy. And I don't know. It didn't seem like the therapy was making him any better.
1: Sometimes you have the wrong therapist and it doesn't work out. It takes a lot to recognize that the person you're going to for help isn't helping you. Maybe if he had tried a different therapist or there's a lot of what ifs, but you don't have to continue to be broken just because he was. Your friends are still out there. They're off living lives. They don't want to talk to us, obviously, but I think we still have their number somewhere. and we, we can get you back in contact.
2: There's a voice that then chimes in. Is he fully convinced right now?
1: Uh, what do you mean?
2: I thought I heard you say down to a tier two status and I got confused.
1: Because it was a dynamite, he gets a tier two status in addition to being convinced.
2: Okay, cool. That's correct. Damn, I wanted to farm XP. It's okay.
4: I like the just naked admission (laughs) of raw greed. (laughs) I do like that. I
2: wanted to make a suggestion roll, but I don't think like one is even necessary, but like Tay is still going to say, I could help you track down your friend. Yolanda.
4: Bartley says, I don't even know if I want to talk to her. She also started going to the therapy sessions. Mm. She started changing too. I went to one or two, but I kind of forgot what those things were like. Except that they weren't very good. Yeah. They weren't very helpful.
1: Having the strength to recognize that they weren't working for you is good. If you want community, there's this community center in Mute uh, that's all about bringing people together.
4: Maybe you could look for connection there. I have no connection to Mute. I was born north of the river in Davis, and um, I don't think that's my place.
3: Nobody's going to speak up and say I wasn't from mute either. But it's a good place. There's good people there. Even if you think that's not a place you can go, just don't give up.
1: I personally have done a lot to actually harm mute in the community, and they still took me in. What did you do? My family is not. They got some unhealthy relationships with power
4: and. Control and violence. Bartley starts nodding. He says, yeah, Max was like that too. Max was my family. He, he gave me purpose. He took me in. When I had nowhere else to go, he gave me a sense of direction. With him, things were so clear, and I lost that. I don't know where to go next. I don't know what to do. That's why I came back here. Mm. It's a strange feeling, I guess.
1: I would recommend walking forward on the path rather than backward. If Mute isn't for you, I guess keep walking until you find a place you like.
4: That was this place for me. I love this place. This place was my community. It was my purpose.
1: Why don't you rebuild it, but like an actual carnival? I don't think I could do that.
6: You have all the tools you need. Look around you.
4: I don't know anything about construction. I'm a trick shooter. This place is dead. Just like Max.
6: This oh. place seems pretty alive to me right now.
4: Crackle of the fire in the forge. He looks over at it.
1: What if you asked for help? Do you have no one you can ask to help you? I have no one. I think we know a, a construction person, right, Deroy? There's uh, What's her name? Rita? Are you talking about
4: Rita Crawford?
2: Are you talking about Ellie Woodsworth, the mannequin on yeah, the, the... The woman whose dead form is a mannequin on the ground? And who we saw talking with Rita, you know, one of the people mm. who's been undertaking massive gentrification at Mute.
0: We could also direct Bartley towards the expansive outreach efforts that Mute has been doing lately in the underground. Believe it or not, those people work in construction.
1: Yeah. What if we go to Mute and we propose rebuilding the carnival and we ask them for help?
0: Truth be told, I do think that their resources may be stretched thin. Yeah,
4: they might be a bit busy. I don't want to rebuild anything, okay? I don't want to rebuild this carnival. I don't even want... I don't know what I want. Mm. I don't know... (laughs) <laughs> you ever been in that situation agave where your family was giving you purpose and making you do dark things and then you lost your family and now you don't know what you want to do anymore and you're seeking yeah, purpose yeah, you're seeking yeah. community and it's a difficult situation yeah, sorry he like, doesn't say any of that for you, yeah, it's Sebastian. he says i don't know what i want i don't know what to do yeah. I, but i don't want to rebuild i just want peace i want to be able to move on <laughs> i want to find some kind of purpose then you can't come back here. Coming back here is just coming back to the memories.
1: And you can't be free if you're trapped in your own mind. I think part of me knew that.
4: Have you ever lost family? <laughs> Robert, have you ever lost family? <laughs> have you ever lost someone who is so dear to you I mean, I was <laughs> that you trying treasured and up, loved? But then
3: you started yelling at me about it. <laughs>
4: <laughs> Sorry, he doesn't say that either.
3: <laughs> yeah. um, he but he say does any say any of these hilarious things. I have. I, I never truly understood my son. And he left. And now I can't get to him. I can't see him. All I can do is wait. And he might come back. But if he doesn't, I have to just move on.
4: That's the difference, though, isn't it? Because Max can't come back.
3: No, but right now, the next step is the same. All either of us can do is keep our eyes on the horizon and keep moving forward.
4: As you say that, I think your destiny is going to take a fade. Your destiny, which is called Far From My Son, is going to fade as you, as you come to accept that the best thing for your son is to accept his decision and keep moving forward. Your mythos fades away a little bit.
3: I think with that, Robert's going to take a half step backwards and get a little bit more quiet and comp- contemplative about the whole conversation we just have before he steps back in again.
4: I would like you to make a convince roll towards Marouche. You mean Bartley? Sorry, Bartley. Okay. It's hard to convince the dead to do anything. <laughs> Wait, Marouche is fine. He's alive. Yeah, Marush, let him out of Marush bag,
1: is out
3: of the bag. Yeah.
4: Mm. He's hanging out with Yolanda, maybe. He's probably still alive. Yeah. Probably. He's doing his Marouche thing.
3: Flying through the air and beating the shit out okay. of the people. Reconciling, okay. for obvious reasons, an urge to create because there is some human creative spark in him that is suppressed that I want to bring back to the world. And the weakness, I'm destined to hate him because Rob is quietly bitter that he can't do anything active. It can't be the way he wants, at least not right
4: now. I'm also going to invoke former Rush negatively and shared past positively. So here you go.
3: I clicked the wrong button.
4: So a bit of a mixed result, I guess. On a full success, Bartley would have been convinced to go to mute. With this result, he's going to try to find his own path. He's going to try to find his own way. He's going to look to Tay and he's going to say, you know what? I don't know who that is on, you got on the phone over there, but I would actually be interested in reconnecting with, uh, with Yolanda and Marouche. I feel like they're the people who could, who actually understand. (laughs) What is this, Spongebob? I fucking love rolling change the game. I love supporting my teammates by giving them a positive status. (laughs) Oh my god. Uh, Oh, that fucking got me.
5: (laughs) <laughs> I really like
2: okay, I mean, these are past transgressions Damn, these moments of character growth hands.
1: It's a quality meme.
2: Did
6: you make that Will? Yeah, I made
2: both of those. My oh, both Damn.
1: Will's on point today. I'm not even gonna try and compete today. <laughs> Sometimes you just gotta take the L, you know? You gotta come back on a better day. I don't think I'm losing, though. I feel like I am winning every time Will posts something.
4: (laughs) (laughs) So true.
2: Now, I will connect you with your friend. On the condition you make some reparations to the fact that you just shot someone.
0: It's okay. It's okay. It's fine. Don't worry.
6: You need to go to a hospital?
2: You shot someone. I don't care what that guy says. You shot someone. You shot somebody who was only trying to keep you from shooting other people. You shot an innocent man. Do you have anything to say for yourself on that front? Why shouldn't we just have you arrested, frankly?
4: I'm sorry. It was was what Max trained me to do. Anytime there was anyone who threatened him or any of us, I was to shoot first and ask questions later. It's been drilled into me.
2: And you never once stopped and considered if that was fucked up, if that was wrong? You just went along with that flow?
4: Of course I stopped and considered if it, was, if it was wrong. But it was Max. I asked myself if it was wrong for weeks, questioned it, kept me up at night. In the end, I decided it was right. Weird thing is, I don't really remember why.
7: You still feel that way?
4: No. But I think part of me wanted to feel that way. That's why I came back. But seeing how it's different now, it, I don't feel that way anymore.
1: Don't go to that therapist. I think he's, he's a bad guy. He's just trying to get people to hurt other people to prop up his own business, you know?
3: I also seem to suggest he was sussy.
4: I tried to look him up a while ago. Couldn't really remember.
2: Avoid him and i'll reconnect you to your friend but you shoot anyone for any reason other than self-defense where use of a gun is justified by the law well
4: that's what i thought i was doing
2: really about
4: your two friends led me in here and i saw the people who killed my friend i thought i was being led to my death i thought this was an execution
1: to be fair we did say they were here none of us have weapons really
2: and also, you shot the guy who led you in here, who was very kind to you, and was reaching for your guns to get rid of them.
4: I'm sorry. this instinct.
2: I'm going to try and find Yolanda. Wouldn't that information... Oh, Agave was the one who had Yolanda's number. Would it have be been in Tisha's phone? Unless Agave has it memorized. Do I need to roll for that, or is she just in the phone books? Like, is that her real name? Is she just able to just be looked up?
4: But how much information could you get someone just from their number? I guess you could just give them her number.
2: Yeah, that was was all I was going to do.
4: If someone has her number, you can just give him her number. It seems pretty easy to do.
1: The phone numbers in Agave's phone are probably saved to the cloud.
2: Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah, we already covered that, didn't we? So Tay doesn't need to do anything unless this fails.
4: Wait, why would you need to roll for this, though? This seems effortless. This seems incredibly easy Uh, to do. Just give him the number.
2: I thought that it was lost because Agave no longer had their phone, but it's just all in the cloud. So Tay doesn't have to do shit unless this fails, unless she, like, doesn't pick up her phone or she's changed her number.
1: I'm just going to give him her number. This was her number last time we talked with her, which was when we got your friend out of the bag in the space that doesn't
6: age.
0: And he's just going to take that at face value. Just, yep, got that. Mm -hmm. The space
6: Mm -hmm, that doesn't age. Is that a metaphor for something?
1: No, you put a pizza in, and then you take that same pizza out, like, a year and a half later, and it's still warm.
6: So it's like a fridge?
3: It's an easy-baked oven. Robert's gonna lean over to Jason. It's like, you remember Kaz? This is something that you were able to do. Okay.
1: Why are you speaking about Kaz as if they're dead? They're not dead. They're just very pale. Where are they?
3: I haven't seen them.
0: They're, They're busy, I think. Aren't they in a very literal sense dead?
3: Like? Yes. Or, like, undead? Yes. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> I mean, yes, they were already dead before.
5: They've always been dead. That's not the question here. Undead is, like, technically different than dead, though, right?
6: Yeah, I think they prefer the term real alive.
4: That was your suggestion, Will. You oh. said that, and now you're saying it again <laughs> oh. as a way of forcing yeah. your own vernacular onto someone else's identity. I'm, I'm sorry. Yeah,
3: Kat <laughs> hasn't been pretty clear. They are dead.
4: Okay. Right. Dude, I, I just saw in that. your face... The expression of you recalling something that you thought someone else said and trying to bring it back. But actually you were the one who said it, Will. That was you. You said that. Will cares and You passionately just brought up what you just this. said again. He cares passionately about <laughs> you the. You really unalive. think that should be the term, huh?
6: What's like the contrapositive of a Freudian slip?
4: <laughs> uh, I don't know. That's a good question though. An Oedipus thrust? I had one last bit uh. of imagery for you all, which was oh. Bartley looks into the, the fire, the flames of the forge, and he looks at the anvil, and there's a flashback that none of you see of Max in his wheelchair with his tools crafting a revolver lovingly with metalworking tools, gently molding the hot metal into the right shape. It's a very large man just working very delicately with his hands to craft this revolver. Fade out as Bartley walks out. Get a lingering shot of that same revolver. Ooh,
6: ooh into the sunset. Head. Into the sunset? Into the rain. Oh. Okay.
3: <laughs> still poetic. Wait, is he still holding <laughs> the revolver? Really while he walks on away?
1: Your skin.
4: Well, I assume he reholstered them. Okay. Going oh, back there. Oh yeah. As DeRoy walks out into the rain, the bullet wound is gonna patch over And heal. Gonna go down to a bruised one.
0: Oh no, the bullet's still inside.
4: (laughs) If only we knew somebody who could destroy
3: matter somehow.
1: (laughs) Yeah. That's a silly of power, That would be nice. That's like a silly magic.
6: It seems really broken and overpowered, honestly.
3: Yeah, no respectable person would have
0: that.
1: How would it destroy the bullet but not his arm? Seems like the
0: kind of power that an edgelord would take. Like a real asshat and just wants to be indestructible and destroy anything.
6: Yeah, if only we had a player that was capable (laughs) of of playing like the classic edgelord character to a T so well that it actually didn't feel like an edgelord and it wasn't abrasive or caustic at all. Actually, it was just a great fit.
1: For the viewers at home, Noah's currently going through his emo phase. All black and white makeup, very dark clothing, dyes his hair black, straightens it.
0: Mm -hmm. Oh, God. If my <laughs> hair were
6: straightened, it'd be down to my neck. It would be so funny looking. You'd look like a bourgeois. Huh? A bourgeois, you know, like those Russian long dogs. Like the really long mm-hmm. hair. Oh, That's I thought you
4: were deep trying deep down to down say deep bourgeoisie. Deep. No. That's <laughs> how you
2: pronounce that, bourgeois?
4: Bourgeois.
2: Bourgeois. God, I've been reading that wrong my entire goddamn life. Here,
4: We resume at a group call. Do you recall this group call, Sebastian? Mm -hmm. You were showing Sebastian how to do a group call. You're calling, like, 50 people, right? If anybody wants to play a character in this scene, you can. You can be one of Agave's contacts.
2: Agave! You called back! Yeah, of course I called back. I, um... So, do you want to go out for coffee or something?
1: Coffee does sound nice, but, like, I I got this group together. So, we we got the big bash at the end of the month, right? Oh. Stacy. We need more condoms this time. Last time, we did not have enough condoms, and it was a lot of problems, right? Mia's going to uh, share
3: her screen, and it's just going to blare, like, one of her movies at max volume over the
7: conversation. <laughs>
6: <laughs> yo, yo, I can't, I can't hear Gavi over that stuff, yo. I can't hear Gavi over that. You need to turn that off, bro. Yo, Sebastian Gavi. says, Gavi. Uh, hey,
4: hey, Gavi, do your friends know about the CCC? Have they heard about the CCC? Uh, I'm sure some of them have. I'm here with uh, S- Sebastian. He's
1: a he's an important guy here at the CCC.
4: That's right. Yeah, I, I that. am a member of the CCC.
1: TTT. Turn turn turn. Sebastian
0: say, "Oh, shit." Is and then change Sebastian the name of their computer. Oh,
7: the, <laughs> the, the Big bash.
4: <laughs> Sebastian says uh it seems like some people haven't heard about it. You know, you know what my favorite thing about the CCC is? You know, my favorite part of the CCC? It's got chairs. Yeah. <laughs> chairs are great, aren't they? Because the thing is, the thing about chairs is, chairs are really nice things to have when you want to sit down.
2: So true, bestie.
4: You know, you ever been standing up for like, or maybe you're like walking around for like a long period of time, right? You're feeling kind of tired, you know. You got that soreness in your muscles. You get that muscle soreness. You know, for me, it's my hamstrings. You know, I think you kids call it the hammies, right? Your hammies are a bit sore. You know, they're not tip top.
2: I'm that standing you know? desk grind set. <laughs> you
4: know, <I> never- maybe <laughs> maybe you got a little bit of the creakiness in your joints, right? You know, like maybe your right knee blew out when you were squatting down one time. To look at Harry's handheld video game playing device that wasn't functioning properly, you know, you weren't trying to set a world record for deadlifting or anything, you know, you're just trying to change the elevation of your eyes, because you know how it's easier to see something sitting there right in front of your eyes.
5: This is blowing my mind.
4: On account of photons (laughs) travel linearly, you know about that. You know how photons travel linearly, you know, and you got a mild glaucoma anyway, so you need all the help you can get. Right, so you're standing there thinking, this would be a lot easier to see. If I just squatted down, so I if it if was at high level, too. I you know? never thought about it this way. <laughs> the entire
1: time this conversation is happening, Agave is signing at the phone and a few people are signing back.
4: So you go on ahead and just do that, right? You just go ahead, you sit down, you squat right there. And the next thing you know, eight years later, you're still walking with a limp. And then you realize the universe is a cold, uncaring place where the smallest, most random events can have a massive impact on your well-being. You know, it hits you all of a sudden, just like that. How fragile it is. You
3: know? Some, like, muscled-out dude bro on one of the screens is, like, clearly doing a squat. And he goes, Sebastian,
7: you're a genius.
6: <laughs> Yo, bro. <laughs> <laughs> with you, bro, I'm going to be honest with you, bro. I don't really know, like, half the stuff you just said. But, like, bro, you're, like, so deep, dude. Like, I really a, a massive respect to you, bro. Not yeah, it suspect. just hits
4: you, man. You should
5: be writing this down.
4: Like new home, It hits you how unfair and inchoate all of existence is, and then you question whether any of that even matters. Because at the end of the day, we're all a bunch of hairless monkeys scratching our ass cracks as we drift through space in a godforsaken yeah, rock, you know, helpless to there. the whims oh, of God. fate oh. and chance. Is well, what's pair? Look at all my hair.
2: hair. <laughs> this guy is like a new saint or prophet of some
4: kind. We have no intrinsic purpose. <laughs> we have no deeper destiny. There is no greater meaning, and the weight of that existential dread is crushing. You can feel it. It's like a bag of dicks. It's like a physical bag, a wet, stinky. Dicks sitting there on your chest, and they're heavy too. Sebastian, I am in my mid twenties. I know all of. It's this. Like they're made out of lead. You've got a bag of sloppy, stinky, filthy, disgusting lead dicks sitting on your chest, and it's crushing you. It's killing you inside.
2: That is exactly what my life is like. Man, this trick took exactly a really bad, bad direction.
1: Sebastian, when life gives you a bag of dicks, you should wash them and use them.
4: Well, actually, when that happens to me. Because it's an experience I think we can all relate to. What I like to do in those situations is to sit down. You know? And it's really nice to have a chair when you want to do that. And that's why my favorite part of the CCC is that it has chairs.
7: All right. That's the How end of my Sebastian chairs? rant. <laughs> I love Sebastian so much.
2: Could we have the bash at the CCP?
1: I like to imagine that Eddie is just there in the background, and the camera is doing that thing where, like, it's moving away but it's zooming in, and so you just see the background shifting around him as he's just like putting his head in his hands, you know.
3: There be lectures where Agave's contact to show up to see Sebastian and hear him talk, (laughs) and that's like an like a weekly event that starts happening.
4: i am going to be honest, that was some of the best writing I've ever done for this podcast. Hey, Sebastian, do you want a drink? You know, I stopped drinking water a couple years ago, so uh, I'll take anything I can get. Any kind of non-water drink is good with me.
1: You strike me as a, as a
4: watermelon jungle juice kind of guy,
1: and I'm just going to pull out a watermelon with a straw in it. it. Takes a sip, he's like, it's a bit weak. I'm going to mm. pull out a bottle of Everclear and just pour it in the top.
4: Hmm. You know what? I like the cut of your jib, Agave. And I also like the cut of your pants.
1: Oh thank you. They're extra extra tight. I'm gonna do a little twirl.
4: <laughs> he turns away and he's like, Well, wow. that's enough of that. That's enough talk about fashion. Let me show you the rest of the CCC. And we fade out on his office chair, which is a really nice chair.
6: Oh, I'm never gonna think about sitting the same way I got it. <laughs> <laughs> Awesome. Oh, that
3: time. He said he doesn't drink water. oh I'm a Visionary.
6: Yeah, never drink cool. water. That was so awesome stuff. because, like, if you think about it, you know, like, like most things like have water in them. Like most things. Like yeah. I can name like three or four things that have water in them.
1: At least three or four. Yeah.
6: The whole ocean is in like everything. A in. bottle. A cup.
3: A jug.
6: It, you can hold it in the thing, dude. It's like the whole ocean is like in the cup or in the mug,
2: dude. <laughs> lawn chairs have cup holders in them.
6: Ninety-five percent <laughs> of this bit is the is the is the voice, and I'm okay with that.
1: I think that group call is still going to this day, but you know, they left a while ago.
4: Yeah, it will not ever end. That is the new like Grecian philosophy forum to yeah. discuss existential topics yeah. and yeah, science chat is created. Has the
3: mythos of a free marketplace of open ideas. <laughs> oh my god. Oh my I like
1: god. to imagine at some point someone throws down a packet of saltines and says, look upon this, my dude, the ocean.
3: <laughs> and at some point, somebody rolls a t- ball off a table and says, why'd you catch that? And then the guy throws it in his face and says, why
1: didn't you? <laughs> Bruh, we gotta do beer pong, but like, tele-beer pong.
4: Agave just leaves the group chat on Sebastian's table and the two of them walk out together.
1: Yeah, the guy just
3: lives on like there's just a phone devoted to that group chat that just lives on Sebastian's table now.
4: Sebastian has to pull out a second phone and hand you the second phone.
0: Nice. I'm telling nice. you guys right now if John ever ends the campaign we're restarting the campaign in that group chat. <laughs>
1: Is <laughs> is isn't, isn't that worse Dude. for John? Because then he has nothing but party bros talking to each other.
4: <laughs> no, the whole if John ends the campaign, this entire world just disappears. It's gone. Yeah, this world will cease to exist.
3: Yeah, him and everything he's ever known will be dead. We have
2: already. Like circumvented though, like that has already happened in the like length of this
6: campaign.
4: No, he doesn't feel that though. Is that confirmed that we're just living in John's universe? Yeah, we're at the mercy of John. As
6: Paul Atreides once said, the power to destroy thing something is the control over it.
4: Mm. Yeah, that guy was a dick. He was. Calvin Cyrus has asked you all to help in his campaign. Well, he's asked Jason. He's asked Jason to get people who are willing to help on this political campaign, and Jason found you all. Although it's kind of weird, because two of you did not agree to this. <laughs> like, two of you are new, so maybe we, should, uh, maybe we should have a conversation about that. Or do you think we should just skip that and go straight to Calvin Cyrus?
3: I think the best way to do it is to say, like, Tay zoned out and got dragged along with us. And now they're like, oh, I guess we're doing politics or something.
4: (laughs) I don't think that's the best way to do it. I don't think that's the best way to do it at all. That's a
3: bad explanation, but just, like, off-screen, Tay gets brought up to speed, and, like, they just show up at the meeting, on the same, on our page.
4: It just shows up.
2: Allie, like, Tay hasn't exactly been talking to you guys. That's reasonable. The only time Tay seems to be helpful is when it's also being annoying, or at the very least invasive. Like, it randomly sends Exceptionally nichely perfect anime for her. Nice. Every single one's a banger, <laughs> and I don't know. That's not being annoying. I
3: <laughs> like that time when they just cold called the Murray Days and were like, "I'm a stranger with very weird demands."
2: Yeah, like yes. that. I guess it it just hasn't had an opportunity to. Anyway, the point is, it doesn't go out of its way to like talk with you. It doesn't treat you like friends. It's more like contact ally. I mean, to contact Tay, you could just speak into your phone, probably.
4: Okay, let's have a very brief conversation between Jason, Rob, and Allie, bringing Allie up to speed.
6: The long and short of it is, is basically Jason says, I was more than happy to help in the labyrinth. I think that was a great move. I really wanted to help some folks that, especially the folks that were trapped down there. I think it was an interesting project. And, well, you remember the reason I was in the time and tide in the first place is because My boss, Calvin Cyrus, sent me there to try to get some help uh, supporting his campaign, trying to get some boots on the ground, trying to just get the word out that, you know, the gang violence in Grand Vista is not what we support. And in this upcoming election, there's another option. You know, there's another candidate that you could support, Calvin Cyrus, uh, who's trying to reunite Grand Vista and trying to make things less dangerous, less, uh, for lack of a better word, shitty with just roving gangs and all of that. So this election is really important to me. It's really important to Calvin, obviously. We're trying to bring uh, people back into the fold that were kind of ostracized with the advent of the gangs coming in a couple of years ago. So, I mean, all it would be is we'd just be walking around Grand Vista canvassing, like a day or two of just walking around, knocking on doors, talking about Calvin Cyrus's campaign. Would they like to come out and vote? Do you think we could secure your vote? Um, And Jason basically coaches them through the basics of canvassing, like, here's what you say, you know, just talk to people and just try to get their opinions on things and try to convince them to get out and vote, give them voting locations, things like that.
0: Isn't canvassing, like, notoriously ineffective? What if we just gave people free gasoline?
1: Topical. i can't make gasoline Wait, but we could really? give them like free booze can you make poisons i guess alcohol is a poison if you drink too much of it
2: that sounds really really cool i mean i've always wanted to like actually get involved in a community that sounds really fun can i go with somebody else though not are we like all i mean we can't all be going in like one big group is it
6: we'll be in a couple of groups yeah
2: at least like grinning And you watch Allie, like, take out her earpiece, and you just hear, like, a soft buzz coming out of it, like, constant speaking, and she turns it off, and she, like, puts it in its case. She's clearly ignoring something Tay is telling her.
3: Allie, your friend doesn't seem too happy about what you just told us. Um,
2: he's sensitive.
3: Sensitive? Could you tell us what we did to offend it?
2: Um I mean you could ask it not me. I'd probably prefer that. Uh okay. It just doesn't really want Look, it's a long story and I don't uh hmm. at least like off-footed here. When she said taste sensitive, it felt like one of those things that's maybe a tiny little bit true but is just like completely not stating what is actually like going on. Like, it's not quite a lie, but it's really obviously not the truth. Allie is not a very good speaker. And she's just yeah. like, I um, I haven't gone out much uh, for some reason. What does that
3: have to do with Tay?
2: It just worries about me. That's all. It's just a worry worrywart. It doesn't really like that there was a gun pulled in my presence, and it therefore doesn't really like that I'm here
3: i mean we're not going to an abandoned fairgrounds this time we're going to be out in broad daylight in a densely populated area so
6: about that it may be the case that we roll up and some of the beaumont boys are around um in that case i would recommend us not engaging just trying to avoid contact i'm not gonna lie to you those guys are violent I don't know if you've encountered them before, but they do not like people coming in on their turf, which is kind of exactly what we're doing. But to start with, we're going to stay away from where we think they are. Okay. But just a heads up.
2: Yeah, it really doesn't like that.
6: I'm not going to lie to you.
2: That's good. That is kind of what it was telling me, actually, when I hung up on it.
1: So if they get aggressive towards us, do you want us to not leave them irrevocably scarred for life?
6: Yeah, because well, they're members of the community too, um, and I don't think it would help uh, Calvin's messaging if uh, opponents of the campaign were viciously beaten in the streets.
3: One of the most dangerous thing about those violent tactics is hurting you isn't even their real goal. They want to get a reaction so they can slander you with it.
6: Yeah, they're just bullies.
2: Where are we right now? Are we at the with C- lead
6: pipes and guns and motorcycles?
4: Yeah, you could be talking at the CCC.
2: One of the speakers that's in the room starts speaking, like, it's not from Ali's phone. Oh wait, wait, wait a second, wait a second,
4: wait a second, wait a second. If you want to hack into the CCC computer system, you have to go through Sebastian.
5: I mean, Tay could just use I'm not even phone. joking right now. <laughs> that is
4: genuinely <laughs> true.
2: <laughs> Tay just used Tisha's phone then. <laughs> um,
4: <Okay>. and- <laughs> Dang, I wanted a Sebastian Tay 1v1. Oh, oh my god.
3: I do <laughs> want my to go sometime.
2: That'll
4: happen. We do eventually? that actually. You
2: no know Sh- mm-hmm. My only problem <laughs> with that is we haven't actually like fully figured out how taste tags work,
6: but time. <laughs> no better time than the present. <laughs> hey. <laughs>
0: so true. Dude, imagine being out trolled as an AI by a human being.
3: Not only a human being, but like an old man who is really hung up on the idea that chairs exist.
1: <laughs> is Agave's phone also Sebastian firewall on it?
4: Oh, <laughs> that's Sebastian right. Oh no. Yeah. Oh my God, Sebastian's actually, phone isn't. Yeah, that's true. This
2: is great. This is actually great. I think what Tay does is it essentially is just like feeling out what's at the ccc right now yeah it's doing little tests it's doing little trials what am i like seeing do i know that there's a threat here do i know i have an enemy
4: tay is trying to feel out the technology systems of the ccc and tay senses a creature of pure nightmares horror it is terrifying to tay well, maybe it's not terrifying to Tay, but I think as soon as Tay launches those initial probes, Tay needs to face danger.
3: <laughs> I what spirit that might be yeah. That causes all that fear and terror.
2: Okay, I think I can use technological fluency and protective surveillance here. I think equipment on lock specifically doesn't apply because Ali isn't helping me right now.
1: <laughs> what is the scale of the status that Tay is defending against?
4: I'm going to say this is going to be a tier three status of just horror. Oh my gosh. The first step through is flawless.
2: Okay. I'm going to pursue this force. I'm going to try. Hmm. What I want to do is try and understand Sebastian. and I don't think I have access to Sebastian.
4: Sebastian's in the core, the heart of the, uh, the data structure. Where you're at is, you've just breached the outer wall. Imagine it like a castle, right? You've just Mm -hmm. crossed the moat and it's like terrifying and dreadful. It's like screaming faces and skulls encircling it.
2: Yes, But I mean the human man, Sebastian.
4: You wanna learn about Sebastian? That's what you're trying to do?
2: Can I actually do a look beyond the mist here?
4: You wanna do a look beyond the mist?
2: Yeah, I think that's a really interesting response because it's like, Prodding into it, and it's like, oh, this isn't stuff that I can fully get as a computer. This is nightmare.
0: Imagine crawling into the lion's den with nothing but dark before you and light to the back of you, and deciding that this is the turf you want to make your stand on.
4: What's your question? I'm asking you a question in response. I think it's just
3: because Teya has such a confused perception of whats is and isn't isn't safe and acceptable behavior.
2: Oh no, it loves the challenge. It's sitting here, and it's like. I have a way out here. I'm allied with people who are allied with these people. I'm not going to get completely destroyed. So I'm going to test it.
4: It's a very proud creature. Uh, My question for Tay is, what is Tay most scared of?
2: Losing itself. It's more scared of losing itself than it is scared of losing Allie. It's scared of losing what makes it itself permanently. Fuck, my laptop's about to die.
1: If your laptop is about to die...
2: Plug it
4: in. Give it, it a little in, charge. Plug it in.
6: If you're low battery, they're low battery. Plug in your laptop. <laughs> <laughs> Please hold your cold. Let him in.
2: And by extension of that, it is like most afraid of its own mythos, in a way.
4: I like that a lot. You get the sense that this place, this fortress you're trying to penetrate, is a place where your worst nightmares come to life
2: what does this person find most appealing
4: dude there's so many different ways to answer this
2: in the context of my powers and how i would use them
4: so your tags were protective surveillance and technological fluency i think your curiosity is stoked in that what you find is the thing this person finds most appealing is trolling
2: oh god damn it Oh, now I'm way more interested in this guy than whatever the fuck is happening with this political bullshit.
3: (laughs) (laughs) It's taken Ignorance to just stalk Sebastian.
4: Wait, this is a look beyond the mist roll.
2: What does the mythos find most appealing?
4: That's not the same answer at all. That's a completely different answer.
2: That's so sad. I also forgot that.
4: Can we just say this wasn't Astros. a look beyond the mist role and yeah, was actually an investigate role?
2: investigate role? I don't know how <laughs> yeah. I would get this, but let's just let's just pretend. So if if we're pretending this is an investigate role, how do I get to their face? Or rather, how do I get within their perception?
4: You want to make yourself known?
2: No, if it's trolling... Oh, God. I'm seeing like multifaceted layers extending. I have a
3: Look Beyond the Mist I want to do at Tay if Ren wants a second to think.
4: Robert rolls a 9 on Look Beyond the Mist and gets three clues specifically pertaining to Tay's mythos.
3: What forces does it use to manipulate the world?
2: Are you asking about the computer program or are you asking about something else?
3: Now that it's trying to hack into the CCC, how is it interacting with the computers? What force is allowing it to touch those computers?
2: that's really really funny because i think the answer you get is it's completely inapplicable because those are all logos tags none of that is mythos (laughs) okay so like way how does that resolve
4: marcus asked what about the mythos allows it to interact with computers and the answer is nothing about the mythos allows it to interact with computers could i give a little bit more here yes not only is it the case that it's not the mythos that allows it to do this the mythos does not want it to do this what does the mythos want it to do then that's the second question yeah
2: yep you're going to get a vision almost like a dream of incredible beauty an impossibly beautiful adonis of a figure
3: okay say
6: more i know what
0: about my reflection
6: (laughs) i knew somebody was gonna jump on it it wasn't gonna be
4: me you see noah's reflection in all of its splendor, and you are instantly blinded by it (laughs) it's like the face of god coming down to kiss you on the cheek
2: okay Okay. actually
3: so it wants to like make that thing exist
2: my actual question for you i'm gonna ask my question in return first What is the most appealing form in existence to Robert? Your answer cannot be the perfect chicken parm. Humanoid (laughs) existence.
3: (laughs) Okay. Oh, specifically humanoid?
2: Yeah. Wait,
4: well, this is weird no. though, right? Because we said Robert was asexual.
2: Yeah, I was going to It's say, the no. chef that
1: makes the perfect chicken
4: parm.
2: So it is. It's like, just yeah. him holding Thank the chicken parm in Thank his hands. Nick. That is actually the perfect answer. I really appreciate that.
4: Was that actually true though? <laughs> that seemed like a troll to me. No, but that's I like the it. exact
2: example of what I want way.
4: What Nick said was the chef who's holding the perfect chicken parm. I don't think that's actually correct.
3: I mean, I think that makes sense. The idea that the forces that you can enact on the world are more important than the state of being within you.
2: Yeah. So I, that's exactly what I was talking about is like, rather than a sexual or romantic desire, the kind of person who would be like the ideal partner in crime kind of partner. Yeah. for what?
7: Or
3: more specifically, like the capacity to create is more important than what you are. And that extends to not caring particularly about the physical body.
1: I now really want a highly, like, detailed, highly well-done drawing of this average-looking guy, little portly maybe. He's a chef, and he's just holding like Ghibli-style chicken parmesan. <laughs> <like>. <laughs> In his hands, light coming out from behind
4: them. (laughs) Just like the dullest man holding the most gorgeous chicken parm. Not necessarily the
3: dullest man, but just like the capacity to do and create is more valuable than anything they could possibly be. The physical form is a vessel for the things that you make and create. How you interact with things, how you change, that's what's important.
2: Yeah, that's really fascinating because of what Robert sees and what it feels like, is it feels like the mythos itself is desperately trying to converse with you. That's just the feeling, the sense you get. Because the first question you got, not only is that not through the mythos, the mythos doesn't like that. It doesn't want that. It doesn't care about the coding or the computers. The mythos, you get a vision of this person with a vague form creating something for you. The perfect chicken parm, the recipe of your dreams. It's almost hypnotizing. It and it creates more and more as you watch images of hard light, physical things, anything you want or need. And then the vision shifts. Chicken
0: farm. I thought you were saying like, oh, it's a buffet. Like there's just more and more of it rolling
4: out. It's. It's, <laughs> eat, <laughs> it's because Tay's Mythos is Golden Corral. No.
2: Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> you got it. Yeah, you can't just give it away like that um but no it's it's more changing ever perfect construction
3: it's perfect not because of the state it is in but because what it has the capacity to do and make yes okay
2: and then the vision changes as you get the sense of the form changing itself and going to somebody else and rewriting itself and creating someone new an entirely different person built to the perfect desire of someone else. And this time, it's not a creator. It's not much of anything, to be honest. It feels more hollow, but still real, created, projected, specifically to suit someone's needs, specifically to be exactly what that person wants.
3: I think my third question is going to be for way then.
2: Can you do that?
4: He can do whatever the fuck he wants.
3: Do it. The question is: In what way does that reflect Robert's own creative capacity specifically? As Robert makes iterations of things, they get more real. Is this the inverse? Is this iterations becoming less real?
2: Can I answer that instead of what?
3: Yes. Yeah, I just thought we would un- like understood both as opposed to just one of them.
4: I do
2: understand. Wei can both. add to it. Yeah. Go ahead. What do you get from the sense of the mythos is the mythos desperately wants to be real. It desperately wants to be more than real, it wants to be human. More than anything else, it wants to be human, and it wants to be the kind of human that other people want it to be. It wants to be perfect. It wants to be an ideal form. It wants to be idealized almost to the point of being fetishistic.
1: Oh, shit, you're Pinocchio. It wants to be Noah. <laughs> Fuck you. No, I was about okay. to say the same thing.
2: <laughs> as evidenced by as to you, not even once, wink wink.
3: Why did I make that joke? I should never have made that joke. (laughs) Okay, so it sounds like there's more intent behind what it wants to be, what it wants to be and what it wants to create compared to Robert who just wants to create.
2: Yeah, you almost get the sense also that the mythos is trying to persuade you. It's trying to show you a future in which this being of constant change and constant creation can exist and be human and be real. It wants to draw you in yeah. to this idea, and wants you to help shape this thing like to getting
3: become... you to buy into the idea that it is real is fundamentally the same as making it real, or making it more real?
2: No. It wants okay. to become real, and you get the sense that it could be.
3: Yeah, but like, it sounds like getting people to buy into that is part of the process to becoming real, though, or at least something yes. that it feels yes. is necessary.
2: Yes, exactly. And it wants it from you. Interesting. Cause you're, uh...
4: cause you've done that before,
2: <laughs> yeah. right?
4: You have experience in doing that. I mean, you've I didn't... brought a thing of clay to life,
2: and it's your yeah. You were one of ago. the major
4: differences, though, is
3: that Vare is not. He doesn't need recognition to become real. He is real because of his internal being.
4: Dude, that is so true. What Ren just said that just hit me like a ton of bricks. It's not just that you did that with Ver. it's also that that is what you are. And so in a very yeah. real way, it is you seeing reflections of the self.
3: Yeah, it is the cycle. That it
4: is your tag manifest.
3: So just the themselves as like the progenitor of a line like this or something in the middle of one of these lines?
4: No. Let me put it this way. You are the creator. It is the creation. It wants you to bring it to life the same way you brought Ver to life.
2: The mythos does.
4: Interesting. Okay. Um, yes.
2: I'm just going to give you this little bit of like, pretend you just passed a passive empathy check in Disco Elysium. Like, you just, get... <laughs> thanks, Will. You just get out of the contrast doing Will and
3: this is an example of iterations and reflections becoming better. Will did the face and then waited did the face and it was way funnier the second time.
2: Well, Way did a disapproving like face and Will did like a nodding. <laughs> but um, I'm just going to give you a little extra tidbit based on the answer to your first question. The mythos doesn't like the computers. You get the sense that this isn't what Tay wants.
3: Like part of this becoming real is breaking free from being made of code? Yeah. Cool. Interesting.
4: Okay, good talk everybody. Uh, let's go back to a conda snore. No, um, let's go to back to the Sebastian thing. God damn it. This is uh, Hi, Sebastian This is a bit longer than I expected. We
6: roll deep. Uh, remember when we started this by saying, this is going to be a really short scene, a really brief conversation?
5: <laughs> I know exactly
6: what was going to happen Here's right the thing, that. though.
3: We've dove into the weeds, and we found, like, 13 new insect species while we're down here.
6: It's great. It's true. <laughs> I don't try to stop it. Yeah, no. Like, we also waiting
2: for an, an investigate or see Beyond the Mist roll from Robert for this kind of investigation for, like, the whole game. Since I started thinking about this character a year ago, one of the very specific contexts I was thinking about them, part of the way I conceived them was, how would Robert be this character in an investigative role?
0: I was joking, but maybe this is Pinocchio.
2: (laughs) Who knows? What are some mythological predecessors to Pinocchio? I wonder. Anyway, I think Tay is actually going to have this banked clue and then put it aside to go back to what was actually happening in the scene.
4: No, but the whole point of this was that you can't do it because the security is keeping you out. Okay. It is a terrifying fortress. You can't do what you want to do. You came in, you you thought this little community center tech hub was going to be incredibly easy to hack, and you were going to troll people with the speakers, and what you saw were visions of nightmare and horror. You saw the most dreadful things. It's like in direct opposition to your mythos. It's like the opposite of beauty. It's like pure terror in there.
2: Yeah, Tay thinks that slaps. (laughs) (laughs) Tay's like, this is sick as hell. This guy's cool.
4: You're going to get out of there. You get the idea that he's a troll, and you're just going to bank the clue, and you're not going to go further.
2: Uh, Well, I, ran. was going to try and move the scene but I I guess I have to think for a second.
4: How are people feeling? Do you guys want to keep doing this, or do you guys want to move on to the next thing?
3: I'm writing notes, so you can definitely take your time and have Sebastian do whatever he wants.
2: (laughs) Fuck yeah.
4: Okay, if people are down to just sit here and listen to me and Ren, that's fine, I guess. If you want the scene to continue, just send me a DM and I'll be like, okay, we're moving on.
2: (laughs) Oh, man. This is hard for it. I don't think it's met a match in both Mythos and Logos ever. So this is like... Enthralling for it. This is as big of a discovery. This guy, Sebastian Tay, already likes Sebastian better than everybody else in this room except Allie.
3: I mean, same. It but doesn't. The same reasons, I don't think.
4: <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't even know Sebastian's name yet.
2: Matter the thing most desirable to it is trolling, and it's like a creature of nightmares and fear. Yes, the opposite of beauty, it's something that repels, and they fucking loves that. Tay's like, God, I wish I was something that repelled, but how would I respond to that? Trolling
3: is fun down the side of a cliff.
2: What is something that I can exploit? I want something that'll give me a direct mechanical benefit to brute forcing my way in here. Kay wants insight that'll allow it to fight on even ground with this thing, this person. How can I make them see me as a rival instead of an enemy?
4: Prank wars?
2: Well, yeah, obviously. I mean, like, a specific symbol.
4: A specific symbol. A specific
2: thing that I can go for that this guy will see and be like, oh, this is just for the bit. (laughs)
4: it wants to keep people out because it wants to protect the ccc it wants to protect this island in that sense if you were to somehow reveal that you were not an invader to this place then i think it would be much less defensive if you were to somehow reveal that you did not intend to invade this place and plunder it and pillage it and blight the land then it, it would be fine with your Trolling. But also, though, it would still not really be fine because its whole job is to keep you out.
2: I want a specific, like I said, a specific thing I can target or exploit to make it look like this is just for the bit.
3: I imagine part of that would be showing to him that, like, you were invited here by respected members of the community.
4: The community is being infiltrated right now, right? There's an incredible air of distrust seeping through this community because of how it is being infiltrated by stuff like name what you need and by real estate developers who pose as members of the community who are in fact invited by the most trusted members of the community and yet nonetheless harm the community in subtle ways.
2: Okay. Cool. Tisha's phone is going to speak up and Tay's is going to say, Look, I have a massive argument to have with Allie later, but right now I have a very important question, eminent question. Who handles yeah, cybersecurity who- here? Uh, this building. Why would I know that? <laughs> Anybody else who is this? <laughs>
7: nope.
2: Mom. Is DeRoy here? Can DeRoy be here?
3: Robert's going to speak up and say, I haven't met him, but Eddie's mentioned this guy, Sebastian. I think he knows tech.
2: I think I need Nick to come back.
4: Yeah, we desperately yes, Agave need is Nick. is
3: the one who actually knows him.
1: Agave doesn't know that he does security. Agave yeah, just but, thinks of him as the guy with
4: the phone.
2: But Robert said the name Sebastian. That's true. So Tae's going to say, so "Does Agave anybody couldn't have,
4: cooperate with Sebastian?" Is
2: does anybody have Sebastian's phone?
4: During the time you've known Sebastian, which is probably like a week now, he has never mentioned anything about security or technology he has not said a word about that not even technology no if anything the very first interaction agave had with sebastian was agave teaching him how to do a group call
3: yeah but like (laughs) robert saw how many phones he had you can't not know technology if you have that many phones right (laughs) he's
5: like whoa that guy had a lot of phones there must have been something special with him okay
4: Agave saw he had a lot of phones, and the reason he had a lot of phones was because he thought he needed one phone for each person he wanted to call. If anything, that suggests profound technological illiteracy.
3: The man's the definition of crouching tiger hidden badass. Okay, fine. If If you posit that Eddie did not tell Robert that fact about Sebastian, then I'll just say he didn't say Sebastian.
4: No, no, no. I think you could still say that. I think it's plausible that both of these things happened, that Eddie went over to Robert on his little Eddie legs, and Eddie was like, hey, the guy who does tech security is a guy called Sebastian and agave comes and is like sebastian he's just a guy who has a lot of phones (laughs) you know
3: okay that was my intention but i just got confused when you said that sebastian hadn't mentioned tech but since eddie has mentioned it for him that averts that whole confusion
4: yes So I want Nick back because I want this interaction. This is fun.
3: Yeah. Now that we've established that Sebastian has been said out loud, we need Agave here.
4: (laughs) The name has been invoked. We have performed the incantation. And now Agave must be summoned right we have drawn the fey circle we have invoked the sacred rites and now we're just sitting in here with our thumbs up our asses waiting yep, beetlejuice three times
3: <laughs> we've spent a quarter year's salary on some wine and poured it into the dirt for them
4: sebastian sebastian sebastian
1: he doesn't seem very literate with tech he had a different phone for every person in his contact list
2: let he's a fantastic awareness of immediate desires there is nothing tay wants more than to know this man <laughs> <laughs> it's just like right. please please tell me you have one of those phones please tell me you have his number
1: yeah i i have his number but it's our number because it's the phone he talks to me with so if you want to talk to him, you got to get your own phone.
2: Okay, okay. you got right. kind of a <laughs> Even Eddie couldn't
1: get one of those.
2: Uh, do me a huge favor. I'm going to send you a link right now. I'm going to send you a link. Simple link. Send that to this guy. And then just say, my friend... I
1: name. imagine the link just doesn't even come through because of Sebastian's firewall.
2: It is a YouTube link. <laughs> it is a YouTube link to a wonderful okay. song. And that's all it is. <laughs> it's just the most... Simple, elegant thing in the world because it's not an action of harm. It is, in fact, completely harmless and delightful. It is Tay's own original upload of Rick Astley's Never Gonna Give You Up. It specifically uploaded it so the link wouldn't be immediately recognizable. The opening frames are something completely unrelated and, in fact, are related to a drink recommendation. It looks like a drink recommendation. Okay. Now, Agave, I need you to understand this is completely harmless. Please engage in a harmless act of deception with me. It's going to be great. I I think I have the start of a beautiful friendship right here.
3: Tay, I'm not sure if we should be playing pranks on Sebastian. He's a very busy man. He has to keep security in this place. Like, I haven't even met him. I've only heard of him through
1: Eddie. Dear Sebastian, I think this computer has a crush on you. Here's a video it made for you.
2: <laughs> that is perfect. That's
4: perfect. Okay, though. so Sebastian gets a text saying, I think this computer has a crush on you with a video. <laughs> yes. And the video is a, co- a cocktail drink mix followed by but Rick it, Astley's it never...
2: By Tay, though. Well, it's uploaded by one of Tay's many sock puppet accounts. But also, it's like there's something just, just slightly different. It's not just... Rick Astley's never gonna give you know that would be that would be not enough for this fateful meeting.
3: Does the trollolol guy also shuffle past halfway through?
2: <laughs> <laughs> no, I actually. No,
3: I'm just gonna say it. The Soviet Union was worth it to give us the trollolol guy. There's
2: encoded information within the video where certain pixels have been altered to be like different colors, right? And it's it's obvious that there are filters on it. And if you can like analyze what is happening here to achieve that effect, there's a a subsequent message. Okay. But Sebastian has to be smart enough to figure that out, and I don't know if he is. I don't know if he's equipped.
4: I would like you to make a convince roll here.
2: Would you say that Sebastian is a lonely heart or desperate soul. <laughs> <laughs>
4: i would say he is the exact opposite of a (laughs) desperate soul i I don't is he lonely though no he's not lonely at all he's the opposite of lonely as well what is the opposite of lonely beloved
3: (laughs) he does things that should drive people away but they stay close to him anyway
4: yeah that's actually a really interesting statement you just made there and i wish i could say more but i don't want to just like i
3: wonder what you might reveal if you said more Yeah, exactly. Perhaps some kind of a reference to a certain board game. I want to
4: dangle that (laughs) in front of your face. But also, it's (laughs) not really much, because you already know exactly what it is. So, I'm baiting you with something you already have.
2: Those
0: of us who play enough of that game do, for sure. You know it's great? Anagrams.
2: Okay, what are your thoughts on these tags?
4: Curated content. Technological fluency. Ease of access.
2: Twelve.
4: Okay. With all of that immense effort going deep down the Sebastian rabbit hole, Agave's going to get a text back that simply says, Cool video. I've never heard that song before. I like it. I like the song. Is that
1: your song? He says he hasn't heard the song before. He wants to know if you made it.
2: I love this man. I've never met this man. Anyways.
1: The computer has continued to express its deep desire for you. However,
2: that I'm pretty sure this video time. has existed is, for a while. That is, that is really oh, your
4: sexual video. awakening. It was Sebastian Griffin. <laughs> oh,
2: <my God>. oh.
4: <laughs> Agave is gonna get a text back that says, "I'm not very good with computers." He says he's not very good with computers. Don't worry, I
1: believe in you, Tay. You can make this love that bridges the that's not the physical bad. digital divide.
2: That's really, not what I. have. Yeah, I'm gonna go with a no on that. Anyway, you should not. Go, why do you want to go into gang territory? Oh, well, we're trying to make it not be gang territory anymore.
1: If you think about it, is there any territory that's not gang territory? It's like McDonald's, right? There's McDonald's everywhere.
5: Don't worry, Ali's totally safe. I'll, I'll teach them self-defense. How What can you do a backflip? just so I have a frame of reference.
3: (laughs) Tisha was martial arts. It's Krav Maga, right?
5: Not a good idea. Boira!
2: It's got more flipping. I'm not very physically... Look, if you expect my hell in any way whatsoever, I'm going to have some stipulations before we do that. One of which is at least some access to your devices, because in order to have access to do what I need to do, in order to get into people's heads, essentially, in order to distract them. That's something I can do. But in order to do that, I need to be within a certain radius of their phones. I need to have access to one of their devices of some kind. I need a way in. And in order to do that, the best route that I have is at the very least, having a device on you. All compromise there. It doesn't have to be your device.
3: I mean, if you just have to be close, then why can't you just
1: use t- Ali's phone?
2: Because Allie won't necessarily be in the exact same position as you at all times.
1: Yeah, but we usually stick together. Does it just have to be like a
2: Wi-Fi enabled device? No, it can just be Bluetooth enabled. That's good enough. And... They can't just be like one of those cars that has Bluetooth for phone calls but doesn't have the hardware for Bluetooth for anything else. That's not good enough either. Whatever. Basically, I need a way to interact with the world. If you're gonna take Allie, Allie, if you're gonna go, I need a way to help with things. You all get cameras, so I have a vantage point, so I can understand what's going on, so I can help.
5: Oh yeah, tech gadgets. Cool spy gadgets. Let's do it.
1: So you're like our guy in the chair, except you're not a guy and you can't use chairs.
5: <laughs>
3: which is kind K's of blasphemous not- yeah. in the CCC. Elliot, are, okay? are you okay with Tay speaking for you?
2: Tay's not speaking for me here. K is speaking for itself. It said, if you want my help, and I would really do. I think those are all It also ready.
3: said you couldn't go unless it helped.
2: I, um, look, I I, um... So there's a reason why I don't really get out much. I kind of have a medical condition and it's really not without getting into detail, it's really not great when I get hurt. It's a bigger deal for me when when I get hurt and because of that I really don't go out much. So it's kind of right. Just a fall on the pavement could cause some problems for me.
1: Do you have medication
2: or anything that you should be carrying with you right now? No, but Tay being around helps a lot. It makes me a lot safer and feel a lot safer. And if it has more perspective points, it'll do that better. I agree with it.
1: How many GoPros do you have? Can we all put on a GoPro?
2: I reaches into her backpack and there's like several in there. Oh, yeah, whoa. <laughs> you've actually, you've seen this. This is something I've said before. She has like multiple GoPros on her at all time, and most of them are very small. But she's probably, like when she gave Tish one, it was just like a button. So is this like
0: hemophilia?
2: It's something like that, yeah. Look, it's complicated. I don't really want to talk about it, but could you do that for me? And for Tay? It really will make everyone safer too, and it'll help Tay help you. This way,
5: Tay can keep track if any of us are being watched, too.
1: I'm used to being on camera, so sure.
5: You can get all the vantage points on my stunts.
1: I think DeRoy thinks this sounds
0: an awful, like, a scam of some kind that he hasn't quite figured out. What does he say? Do you
2: want to roll an investigate role?
0: I literally don't think he can investigate <laughs> this. <laughs> uh, he'll try and pocket a GoPro, and then when people aren't watching, put it back in. Does Ali have, like, a bag?
5: Yeah, it, I mean it
2: doesn't really work if you pocket it. More angles I have on Allie, the more I can do things like calculate trajectories, keep an eye on who's keeping an eye on us. This is strictly beneficial. See, this is exactly why. Well, wouldn't they
0: be better on Allie?
2: Yeah, that's why she's wearing like twelve right now.
4: Okay, and there are more. You can fix it to your belt like I did. Just to put this in a little bit of context for everybody, you're hearing. Someone's voice on the phone, who you've never talked to before, asking to put cameras on your person.
2: You only need to do it while you're canvassing. For the love of God, is this really so fucking hard to carry a fucking GoPro with you? Look, how would you feel if you could not turn your head to look? Wouldn't you want as many eyes as possible? Like a spider. Sure, like a spider. Good enough for me.
1: Because spiders can't really turn their head; they have to turn their whole body to look at things. Oh, yeah, they don't really have necks.
2: Spiders.
6: Hey, do you want to jump
2: on my phone? That would be very nice, actually.
6: Yeah, jump in. What do I do?
2: Just download the thing, Allie. It'll it also give Allie a backdoor. It'll allow Allie to work through your device, which might be very helpful coming up.
6: All right, I clicked the link.
2: I really hate asking this question, by the way, but. D- Yeah, I'm not going to explain what blue snarfin is. It's a horrible term.
6: Yeah, say no more.
2: Thank you. I appreciate (laughs) that.
4: (laughs) Rob and DeRoy have not consented to planting servo. Oh, okay, you did. Do you fix it to your forehead like a third eye? It's like that scene from Everything Everywhere.
2: That'd be pretty conspicuous.
4: I mean, Ali's already kind of
3: conspicuous. And the rest of us are already conspicuous for other reasons.
2: Yeah, but you don't really want to broadcast that you're wearing a camera when you're canvassing.
3: What does canvassing mean?
2: Canvassing, what we're we're politically campaigning. That's what we're doing right now. Going uh, door to
6: door and talking to people. About yeah. the,
0: you know the most effective way to gain
4: votes.
2: Actually, I mean, yes. when two people have magic powers revolving around convincing people <laughs> of things. It's pretty good. I
4: would say at the local level, canvassing can be pretty effective. Actually,
6: there have been national studies that show that canvassing is effective.
0: Anyway, uh, yeah, Doroy's gonna say, look, I've known you for, what, 17 hours? It's been a couple days, uh, I think. couple
3: days? You, you, so 72 hours? Just like we knew you in a past life for some reason,
4: It's been like a week or two at this point, because... Really? You met at the, um, time and tide. After the time and tide, there was then Eddie's induction ceremony then there was a couple days, then you went to the fairgrounds, then presumably there's a couple more days, and now you're at the CCC, right?
2: I just realized we should have debriefed what happened at the fairgrounds. Tish and Tay didn't tell anybody anything about what was upstairs. Mm -hmm. So what happened, just so you know, Tay sent all of you, like, perfectly scanned, a compressed document containing all of these very well-scanned and photographed pages and pages and pages of documents. Except- yeah,
0: yeah. He sent pages and pages of documents, including medical records, to a guy who wants to go into med school, and who's concerned that this is a massive HIPAA violation. Like this is that's true. Super fucked up. Oh, and this comes Roy's with mind. the
1: tagline that this was found at the top of the tower, right?
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if that would matter. <laughs> okay,
2: the- i was just letting you know. Tay shared a bunch of information to you.
4: That is actually a and massive you- violation of privacy. Yeah. Sending somebody's private medical records like that, yeah.
2: And told you what it found about the office and about Dr. Tennant on the I don't internet. think
0: he remembers any of that. What? I don't think That's that...
2: A few days ago, what do you mean yeah, he doesn't I don't remember? think
0: he remembers. I, I think it's hazy to him. I think what he remembers is being really angry about receiving medical documents.
2: Is Deroy a sleeper? Are you telling me Deroy is a sleeper?
0: What I'm telling you is that Deroy has been around the block... And he's heard a scam call or two. And there's just this random voice on the other end of the telephone is constantly talking to this vulnerable kid or like young knows woman. It's
2: an AI.
0: No, it just sounds like an it's it's just a, a guy talking on the other that side of the f-
2: that introduction would have happened when oh I don't God, think he remembers yes. that either. No. I don't think he understands. Okay, cool. That's an important piece of information. <laughs> Continue.
4: What do you mean, continue? You're the one running the show. You're doing stuff. (laughs) You continue. No, you. No, no.
2: No one was in the middle of talking about how Noah hasn't yet made its, like, accusations or complaints towards Tay. Oh, yeah. I stopped. I paused for a minute to say, just, you know, Tay did all this helpful stuff for you.
4: Is this now the time where DeRoy is going to speak up and just say, I don't trust this individual at all? Yeah. Okay
0: this is a complete stranger to me who i think is capitalizing on the goodwill and trust of everybody in this group and i as someone who's working with you guys to provide security i'm very concerned about that is anyone else concerned about the violent invasion of privacy like does that bother anybody else
1: isn't it normal to be filmed all the time no no it's it's not a god
5: i just do that on purpose I mean, honestly, I really can't help it. Shutting out
2: all that information is more difficult than going after it for me.
6: I think it's clear to me that this is a new kind of being, and uh, I think we should give them a chance.
0: New
1: kind of being? Yeah. Okay. What? How would that
6: interact?
2: Tastes (laughs)
1: like one of those chat bots, but it's like they want things,
2: you know? It. 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 Don't call me he, don't call me they. Call me it.
1: It wants things. Noah soup.
2: Is DeRoy a sleeper? Like Noah just kind of. So. I think so. Yeah, that's yeah. like really challenging. I don't know. Is DeRoy supposed to like
6: We're gonna get there? We're gonna kickstart this engine. We're gonna we're gonna make, turn it back into a rift.
2: Yeah. <laughs> DeRoy has to get a mythos. Why did Noah do this to me? This character is so much harder to convey when you don't understand magic is real.
6: Noah doesn't do things because they're easy. Noah does things because they I
2: know. Easy. I know.
1: He sees a challenge and he goes for it. And that's part of why we love him, yeah. you know?
2: Yeah, exactly. No, I'm super psyched. Yeah.
6: This entire campaign has just been repeatedly Noah falling on his own sword of playing an extremely challenging character to play. God.
2: But also, like the, du- the sword that DeRoy sent to pierce into Tisha's head that one time, it brings enlightenment. is not a sort of pain well it is a sort of pain but only for Noah.
3: (laughs) it is a sort of pain just not exclusively pain
2: yeah that's more accurate also just a great time i think to thank post or editing well too late.
1: you can't do it now Uh, it's not
6: pre production it's not post production it's production way
2: yeah but it's yeah yeah. it's, it's production way we
1: I were went. just about to praise production way, but you came back and we can't do it while you're here.
2: Yeah, I was going to do you it. And it would be like a fun little surprise for you while you were doing the, I will editing. say I hate that man.
6: <laughs> I, I do have to say, I haven't seen <laughs> MC way and production way in the same room. So who's to say <laughs>
4: that they're not the same. <laughs> How dare you accuse me of being the same as him? He is a fucking villain. Why? What has he done to you way?
1: Tell us current production no like pre-production way yeah
4: (laughs) dude he that man has ruined so many of my punchlines. like so many of my amazing jokes have not made it onto the show because of one person's decisions
1: that's rough
3: buddy we are
4: all living in the kingdom of a tyrant
3: i wonder what you specifically might be able to do to change that
4: i'm not talking to him don't even dare suggest that I refuse to talk to him. I will not negotiate it's with only terrorists. Only a
1: madman would ask Way to talk to Way.
4: Duroy, Duroy, everybody.
1: So, um, yeah,
0: Duroy. He's going to be the responsible adult in the room, and he's not going to. He's he's just going to hand back the GoPro because he can't trust this room full of engineers and and scammers. And also, like you can tell when people are trying to guilt trip you into doing something, even though it's going to hurt you. Like, no, you're not, you're not going to get DeRoy that way.
4: It's okay, man. No problem. All right. Wait, is that really the end of that? DeRoy doesn't do it himself, but he's fine with everybody else just wearing the cameras.
0: He'll deal with that later.
4: Okay. Canvassing! Welcome to Grand Vista!
2: In between these times, Tay also supplies you all with, like, Bluetooth earpieces. But, like, he or it does not give one to DeRoy. It gives them to everybody else.
0: This is some MLM type shit. He's not going to get it sucked into it, no.
2: Wait,
1: can I can I get like a purple one?
2: Yes, if you ask. I do ask. You get like a new one that's like purple.
4: Roll credits.
2: Tay fucking hates Roy.
4: <laughs> 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 Give me that oh, hurt point. God. Give me that hurt points <laughs> are always free.
2: Hurt point on this board. show
4: is called <laughs> Here's What You Miss, but the hidden subtitle is Hurt Points Are Always Free.
1: I, think I'm also taking a hurt untie. I was getting ready to uh end that man's whole career in terms of using his hands for guns. So I'm glad we didn't go down that route. That would have been pretty fucked up.
2: I'm putting this in for being annoying, insufferable ETC
4: yeah especially when
0: playing his character
4: get the hurt points get the hurt points well, right you, now
2: you just can't understand and <laughs> i'm gonna take a help on nice jason novel. i'm gonna take a help on jason for just agreeing
6: if i know one thing about
4: jason he's a pretty chill
6: guy
2: i think that that also is like a very compelling point is imagine not being able to turn your head mm. especially when somebody you care about is in danger constantly <laughs>
0: Imagine if you received a scam call asking for money or, like, access to your most intimate secrets because the person on the other side can't turn their head. That's their justification. They just want to see the world.
7: I want to
3: take a hurt on Tay because they seem to want me to finish them, and I already have a son.
2: But also, that was the mythos. If you're referring to the mythos as a separate being, I will accept they. (laughs) But to be clear, Tay very much doesn't want that. Just out-of-character information for you.
0: I think we really acted on our Heaven 7 identity. We help others like us today.
4: Is that true, yeah. though? Mm-hmm.
2: Well, Bartley isn't yeah. really... Bartley's like DeRoy. Yeah. <laughs> that's a theme that reflects, like, Rifts and Rifthood, but DeRoy isn't one.
4: I would agree with that. So that's
2: true for DeRoy.
4: And so for that reason, I'm going to put an attention on the crew tag, Heaven 7.
1: I'm debating taking a help point on... Uh his face jason What's uh, his just face? because yeah yeah before jason did that thing with the forge agave was about to do some pretty bad things to this guy <laughs> and so jason helped agave walk the better path and agave appreciates that
4: there's
6: another way there's always
4: another way That's true i imagine as the forge bursts to life it has flickers of gold reminding you of another golden thing Sometimes when you really start to love someone, they get taken from
1: you, even though it feels like you only just met them.